0: Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And
1: I'm Steve Sears.
0: we're bringing you the funniest pro wrestling podcast that there is available on the internet. We're bringing you the fun and funny wrestling each and every week. I'm
1: the bravest, the bravest comedy wrestling podcast. Bravest. The funniest, wow.
0: Sure. You know what?
1: Let's own it. Let's just own it.
0: I won't say that every week. No. I'll say
1: that this week. This week.
0: I stand by it. Uh, we, we we give you a different show than everybody else does out there. I we also... workshop
1: our material at all the, the hottest comedy wrestling clubs oh, around sure. town. sure. We
0: go to the Improv. We go to the I think you hut. Mean the Squared Improv. Yes, we go to the Squared Improv. We go to the Round Peg Chuckle Hut. Yeah, that's right. We These go... are all
1: comedy wrestling clubs.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. Uh, we have a special interview later on in the show today. We have... Progress Wrestling Champion Jimmy Havoc back on the show with Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes. Uh, They were at Download Festival and they're talking about Progress Wrestling. The bands are excited to see uh, a little bit of bullying and his opponent at Progress Wrestling 20, Will Ospreay. What's going to happen? I don't know. We'll hear from Jimmy Havoc. A little bit later on. Uh, this probably is the sexiest I'm ever going to
1: sound on this show. Oh, yeah. Scott's leaning in to the... Oh, he's like, he's looming over the microphone. I'm, I should take that back. I'll use a more sexy adjective or verbiage for this. He's not so much looming as, should I say, preying upon the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, my voice is a bit uh, shot. Well, was, oh, I was wondering why he sounded so sexy. Yeah,
0: well, um, well I had a crazy... I'm re- just kidding. I wasn't wondering. I'm used to it. <laughs> no, I just didn't
1: care. <laughs> Uh, I had a pretty. Your charms crazy- have no effect on me, Scott. <laughs>
0: no, you're not the only one. Believe me. Are any of you still listening? Uh, are any of you still listening? Because this is as good as I sound right now.
1: Pull that trident out of your heart, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn you, Aquaman! I love you so. Uh, I had a crazy week, but one of the things that happened was uh, I went to Vegas uh, the past couple of days. I just got back last night late.
1: Ooh, party time and the Excellent old... <laughs> LV yeah. I'm sorry, I'm never going to say that again How was Las Vegas, Scott?
0: It was alright, I got to see family and stuff But I stayed at the Flamingo
1: Ooh, that's old school, ain't it? Yeah, Isn't this...
0: it? Yeah, I'll tell you what's old school about it it's air filters.
1: Oh boy. Was it did you just smell cigarettes the whole time? It
0: was nasty. It wasn't even cigarettes. It's like fifty year old air.
1: That's that's not fifty year old air, that's fifty year old despair. That's people who bet the house and lost it. I don't have
0: allergic reactions to cigarettes, or like react weird to small, you know, just something heavy in the air. You know, it's unpleasant, like anything.
1: Scott, it's despair. It's human despair. You were, you're not. Stop the air quality. You're reacting to human despair.
0: Steve, I have fuel on that stuff. <laughs> I know. I should have been like Brock Lesnar in that room. You're Superman. you You
1: flew too close to the sun. You, your, your neurons are. You're all your little uh, atoms are firing too much.
0: Well, I couldn't sleep. And my voice hurt It hurt to talk and it hurt to swallow Like I The second night I was there Because I didn't realize what it was the first night I just thought I didn't feel well or something like that And then the day when I was out and about I felt fine And then that, that second night I could not sleep I could not sleep I passed out at one point from exhaustion And immediately woke up Like when I had to swallow.
1: Oh, boy. It woke me up. It hurt that bad. I'm sorry, dude. That sounds gross. So
0: I got residual sexy voice. Nice. You
1: got all uh, that despair in your lungs. Yeah. Well, hey,
0: man. I got despair in my feet. I got despair in my fingertips. I got despair in my heart.
1: Man, you you sound like a big sexy radio DJ from the 70s.
0: Man, I hope I do. Are any of you still listening out there?
1: (laughs) Tell me I'm not alone in this booth playing these love songs just for myself. (laughs) how was your week what'd you do um (laughs) anything something trying to remember what
0: all right uh any any uh anything cool i mean i went to comic-con as well i can vamp
1: yeah tell me about comic-con uh so you went to comic-con also right
0: yes uh, I saw a couple of people there. Some people that are going to be interviewed on the podcast soon. No, oh. couple of connections that we're going to we're going to talk. Uh, I don't want to say everybody now. I I never know if that's frustrating or not. To I don't listen. have a
1: problem with it. I know I know what it's like to run this show <laughs> with <laughs> you. It's like. Uh, tenuous grip on reality, Scott. Never know what's real, what isn't.
0: Well, there's some people that are excited to be on the show and talk about the stuff that they're working on. That's all wrestling related, of course. There's
1: Rupert, Comic-Con volunteer, always (laughs) there, checking tickets, making sure your ID matches up with the uh, paperwork you had from home.
0: Always checking tickets. Always. Always. Uh, not
1: a big wrestling fan, but he is aware that wrestling exists, so we're gonna have him on the show.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Or real people (laughs) doing things. Um... So it's, it's, it's exciting, um, and uh, so that happened. But what about you? That was killing time to get to you and what was going on. Nothing? Nothing. You did nothing?
1: No, uh, did you see any cool movies? I saw Terminator Genesis. Yeah? That was good. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, not a great movie, but it feels like you're watching a great movie. And hear me out. Okay. It's because Arnold is in it, and he is superb. He's so good in it. Man, Arnold's the best. And uh there's just something about, like, so even if it isn't the best movie, watching Arnold be a Terminator and fuck up other Terminators is really great. And they, they he did that in Terminator 3, but this... Ish. Ish. This is, like, this is him really just fucking up other Terminators.
0: Well, because then they didn't do anything cool and new with it. Because it was, one, he's the bad guy. Two, he's the good guy. Three, and he's three, the good guy. Yeah, yeah, and it's not anything... Like, they didn't, um... He wasn't a good guy, and then he gets reprogrammed, and then starts killing people or something like that. Like, he's, you know, some sort of new conflict. There.
1: I'm, sur- You know, I'm surprised in Terminator 3, they didn't just send another Arnold. Exactly. And then it would have been Arnold versus Arnold. Yeah, but... he could have kept
0: going. Mm-hmm. He could have fought himself. No, didn't do that. That was the one China was supposed to be the Terminator. I think we talked about that before on the show.
1: Uh, I think they did pretty good that they didn't have it. I would have preferred A.J. Lee now as the Terminator if we were to go back and Rise of the Machines. Oh my
0: god, a seductress
1: Terminator? Well, I mean, I wouldn't know if I'd say seductress.
0: Yeah, I would.
1: She seems Can you of, imagine that Terminator just skipping down the road? She seems kind of more sexy-goofy than sexy-sexy.
0: Wait, okay, so you got the ter- you got the T-800, which that's is your, Arnold. That's, so that's your Arnold, basic Arnold. That's b- like gigantic metal mm-hmm. skeleton. You got your T-1000, that's all that's your liquid Robert, metal.
1: That's your Robert Patrick. Yeah. And then I think in uh, Terminator 3 you got your T-850, is that what she was? That's what Arnold was because they sent back a new model, uh, Arnold. But what was the girl? She was a robot, but was just T one thousand one or something.
0: It wasn't a standard robot like it could twist oh, the and TX. bend more. It was the
1: TX. It was a ro- it was a Terminator with the liquid metal.
0: Okay. And so what was a- what would AJ be?
1: Uh, I don't know the. 10 stars bot? That's <laughs> Throwing the bot in there Just immediately makes me think It's a goofy robot It's gonna be like uh, Beedie Beedie From uh, Buck Rogers The TV show a Beedie Beedie You know Little robot Beedie 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 <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that is? I don't think it's named Beedie But maybe it is
0: I wouldn't pay to watch That thing skip around Steve I tell no. you that
1: No uh, But granted See Terminator Genesis. I think it's cool I'm it's gonna cool. I'm gonna say it's cool I'm gonna go watch it's it It's not Mad Max cool but no, cool. nothing's Mad
0: Max cool. It's cool. Except for maybe my voice.
1: Ooh, watch out, moviegoers.
0: Max. They call me Max. Uh, yeah, Max. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, uh, they call
1: me Max. Mm, yes. Uh, yep, uh, hold that up. Yes. He is. Tom
0: Hardy's little uh, noises. Mm, uh,
1: mm, uh, mm, mm, he didn't uh, take mm, his mm, riddle in mm, mm, that day. Mm, like, he was mm. just like, Every- everything's happening. Everything's happening.
0: God, I love that movie. Who's, okay, there
1: has to be some
0: sort of wasteland, futuristic, post-apocalyptic wrestling character at this point. I um, mean, we've had sort of a Legion of Doom, you know, those guys, it's it's this, they're crazy, that seems like more 80s punk, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, but they'd be 80s punk bad guys in like, class of 1999, like, it's like, that's the, those are the guys who run the quickie Mart.
0: But you see that, and you immediately gotta go, like, I'm stealing this right now. I'm gonna be relevant, and I'm going to NXT, and I'm taking this character.
1: But, I mean, much in the same way Seth Rollins is Snake Plissken, and Sting was Sting, or was the Crow, and then Joker Sting. Right. Uh, I think you could easily do a sort of grungy guy who cuts off one of the uh, sleeves of his leather jacket and puts the uh, shoulder pad on well, Snake Plissken... Dean Ambrose, I think, is the closest you have to, like, the only crazy... Oh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt looks like he came from the future, easily. Like, he has his own... Think so? Yeah. Like, he, he has his it's gator like farm. he Chainsaw Massacre to me. I know, but I think that's timeless to me. Like, he's <laughs> he has his gator farm, you
0: like... Steve's Norman Rockwell paintings are a little bit different yeah. in his mind than the rest you of us. You have ours.
1: all the, like, the scavengers looking for water, and they stumble into the bayou, where it's, like, one of the last, like, things of water, but it's all tainted by gator meat, and... Right. He's the gator king. He's King Croc. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah. See, uh, we could just go on this whole comic book movie ran, everybody. Yeah, buddy. And I know what you're thinking, you're like wrestling, what's going on with wrestling? But you mentioned uh Snake Plissken, you know, Seth Rollins, which is a good comparison, I'd say. But uh you know, I'd say Snake doesn't run from everybody. Snake gets in a situation where he's forced to do something that he doesn't want to do oh yeah like when he's getting you know it's the same trick he'll in both avoid movies.
1: trouble but he doesn't go up to trouble and then run away from it right the yeah. go-
0: the authority if you will the government keeps pulling him in and keep uh putting him in these situations where they inject him with something and yeah. they tell a uh, him...
1: common cold virus mm-hmm. or is it a deadly
0: virus you don't know until the end of the movie that's right yeah. and, and so then he's got to save what was it the president's
1: it's president's daughter in the second one. It's the president in the first one. Right. Okay. Um, Both times it's like clean energy, right? Like on a on a tape cassette. Yeah. <laughs> and I think in the first one it's a it's a it's a, it's a classic tape, and in the yes. second one it's a mini disc. <laughs> Like a yes. CD about the size of a bottle cap.
0: Yeah, they're they, on the first one they were going with what the time was. It's like a little audio cassette. It's awesome mixtape, Volume One. Yeah, and then the second one they're going, all right, well we got CDs right now, but we think the future has little CDs. Ah, son of a bitch.
1: I this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Laser USB discs that are even bigger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So they gambled, they lost, and right now Seth Rollins is taking a big gamble with
1: facing Brock Lesnar, all of his
0: buddies have been put out of action. Yeah. All of the authority. I mean, Triple H and Stephanie. Well, Seth
1: Rollins pushed uh, Kane over the edge also. He stomped his busted old uh, paw. Yep. <laughs> For the parlance of their of our times. You A know, foot, if you, know, you will. You know,
0: you would really be great on the commentary team. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, God. Jeez. Right, guys? His, his foot. Kane's foot. Ouch. <laughs> Ouchy. <laughs> Good thing he's got another five digits there, huh? No. Nah, oh, maybe they're next on the old chopping block.
0: Okay, so Seth Rollins is going to be facing Brock Lesnar one-on-one. Everybody says he's a chicken shit champion. Everybody says he runs away and he's a Who champion. says that? Who says that? Who says chicken shit champion? Uh, uh, Seth Rollins, is that you? Yeah, it's me. You're, you're hiding <laughs> You're hiding behind. We're, we're currently recording in our summertime cabana, not to be confused or affiliated with Cole Cabana in any way. But this is our summertime cabana down south. Uh, and Seth Rollins, is that you hiding behind? A- yeah, I'm. Who's hiding?
1: I'm not hiding. Just because you can't see me doesn't mean I'm hiding. You're hiding behind the blinds. Yeah, so? M- maybe I'm a breeze.
0: Those are our CM Punk blinds
1: that we bought off WWE Ooh, Stop. CM Punk!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why well, you took them down? Those are on discount. We got those.
1: Oh, uh, did I take them down or did CM Punk take himself down? I, you heard it here first. Look, he endorsed you
0: recently in an interview saying, see, I told you you were going to be the big star.
1: Oh, yeah, and he put the shield together? Well, I mean, that was a story at one point. I don't know. Nobody's talking
0: about it anymore. All right, look, you, you seem to be... I'll cra- fight CM Punk any day. Will you? Will I? I you just crossed depends the... if I show up.
1: What are you doing with those? Stop hiding behind those bananas. What these 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 giant bundles of bananas? Yeah. Why 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 did you, just... you see my arms and my legs sticking out of the bottom? You just see a big
0: dancing thing of bananas. We have an open chair right here. You can come sit down. Brock Lesnar's not here. Oh, he's not. No, he's not here.
1: Fine, I'm gonna have a seat. All right. Look, it's it's ah Scott and Steve Sears, Curtain Jerks. You guys are lucky. Lucky you're not me, because I'm the greatest wrestler of all time in the future of the WWE. See this big gold championship? I do, Yeah. doesn't just keep my pants up. Mm-hmm. It keeps your spirits up. My spirits up? Yeah, because I'm your WWE Undisputed Heavyweight Champion. You're holding the title above your
0: head, very prideful, uh, and then... I mean, if I were to say Brock Lesnar was right behind uh,
1: you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: come on. Nobody's behind me. God, that was like right out of a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. All the movements you made right there.
1: Oh, you guys think you're so great. You know what happens to my friends who I think are great? What? Their cars get smashed. Yeah, their cars do get smashed. Yeah, after I give them cars. You want a car, Scott Never Have a choose Steve Sears. Well, my car is actually pretty nice. I just got it washed. I'll take a new car. You've got a great car, Scott. Yeah, my cars are... Oh, psych! Neither of you get in cars! Why not? You don't get a car, and you don't get a car, and you don't get a car, and you don't get a car. Oh, all of our bunny rabbits that are here in the... That's in the cabana? I don't care. I don't care. Give me one of those bunny rabbits, and I'll show you what I'm going to do to... Bra-
0: Wait, why did you just whisper Brock Lesnar? He's not here. Brock Lesnar's not yeah, here. Yeah, I know he's not here. Well, except for our two bunnies, Brock and Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. God, this right <laughs> out of our <a laughs> Hanover
3: cartoon.
0: Wait, they're just bunnies? Yeah, this one's named Brock, and this one's named Lesnar.
1: Yeah, I do that, obviously. It's not like the one bunny's Brock Lesnar's upper half, and the other bunny's Brock Lesnar's second half. No. You put both bunnies together. And, oh, the bunnies are getting close to each other. No, they're, it's just two bunnies. Just, here, I'll put them on the table. Oh, they're
0: adorable. Yeah, well, how about... I'm a, taking both your bunnies. Oh, hey, wait a second. Those are... Why are you holding the bunnies above your head like the championship? These are adorable. They're now my bunnies. You're putting them on the side placards that where the S and R are on your title belt, and you've now strapped the two bunnies to it. Yeah. What is that supposed to symbolize? It shows cuteness. Cuteness.
1: Look, I think a lot of ladies are you could say that I designed this belt. I'm the architect.
0: Oh, yeah. You know they say the architect, and they try and push that pretty hard, but I don't know. I'm going
1: to start carrying a big protractor around.
0: Okay. Is that your weapon of choice?
1: Yeah, big L-shaped ruler Okay, look, for making plans.
0: Look, I think Brock and Lesnar are very upset right now. They look very startled. The Whatever, bunnies. I'm not scared of
1: those. Those are just bunnies. I know the truth now.
0: You think you're going to somehow lure Brock with bunnies and cuteness and distract I don't him?
1: need to lure him. I don't need to lure him. Why? Does he know where I am?
0: I don't know. Did you check in on Foursquare? Yeah. Oh, that yes, was—that was not smart. Are you the
1: mayor of the Curtain
0: Jerk Summertime Cabana? No,
1: it looks like Scott Narver is whoever the hell that is. That's me. Oh, very nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, that's don't even... forget to watch Battleground G- July twentieth. <laughs>
0: what? It's on Sunday. You can just say this, this Sunday. Sunday. Well, I guess if people are watching in the future, they can go back on the network and watch it then. Oh, I bet
1: uh, I guess you can.
0: When you retain or lose your championship.
1: What did you just say to me?
0: I asked a question. Did you
1: say if I lose the
0: belt? You might lose your belt. You have no one in your corner at this point. First of all, it's a
1: championship. Okay. It's not a belt.
0: All right.
1: Second of all, don't (laughs) call it a strap either.
0: Uh, I didn't.
1: Okay. Or a big leather blob. With metal on it. Because that just makes it sound bad. I didn't, and I won't. I know I could see in your eyes you were thinking of creative ways to call my championship something other than it is.
0: Your WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Undisputed. Uh, that's not what they're really calling Not it right anymore, now. but it is. <laughs> okay. It undisputed championship. Thank you. What is your strategy going into Battleground? You are, this is what I'm thinking most
1: of the time. uh oh. oh. Or maybe I'm not even going to tell you so you don't broadcast my strategy out to everybody.
0: We'll broadcast it at Sunday at 8.01pm.
1: Alright. So I think a lot of my strategy is going to be I'm going to go to the ring, wait for Lesnar to show up. Because they're going to make me go to the ring first. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, why?
0: You're the champion. Yeah. I'm the champion. Okay. You know how it goes. I I wish I did. I don't. But you do. (laughs) But you don't. Because I don't. It's okay. Okay.
1: Uh, Brock Lesnar's gonna show up and you know I'm probably just gonna like dance around him a little bit. Can I point something out? What? You have taken
0: Triple H's pedigree. Yeah. uh, And now it seems like you're taking the way that he speaks. (laughs) Do I? Have I? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know you guys are buddies and everything, but... Well, we're like like the best buddies. Yeah. (laughs) If you really think about it, we're like the really best buddies. I mean, when he comes on the show... Yeah, it's just a certain cadence about him. that It seems like
1: you're taking a lot from Triple H. He's a really hated champion. Uh, what is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? Are you saying I'm not a Triple H guy? I'm a big Triple H guy. He's giving me all the good stuff. He's giving me all the good moves. You really think about it. I've got all the best moves from Triple H. I I've teach you the WWE. And you know what else? When Brock Lesnar comes to Battle Man, you know what I'm going to do? What? You want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hide from him. You're going to hide from him? Yeah, me? and he's going to get so tired from looking for me, I'm going to punch him. <laughs> Do you think you're gonna win by disqualification and return? What? for punching him? No, that's how people win. And then I'm gonna curb zombie and then I'm gonna be the pedigree.
0: Look, I don't know if you if it's gonna work. Put the put Brock and Lesnar down. Put Brock and Lesnar down. They're so scared hiding off the top. we all Oh my god, you ripped off one of their heads! You're stuff you're stuffing the other bunny inside of You stuffed Brock inside Lesnar and now you tied both of their
1: heads together. And you threw it across the room. Yeah, I could have put it in that cage because there's no top on it. But I threw it right against the wall. Because that's what I'm going to do to Brock Lesnar battleground.
0: Oh my god, you killed our bunnies. Yeah. All right, Seth Rollins, the WWE World Heavyweight Undisputed Champion and Bunny Killer. Thank and, you. And best friend of Triple H. You're welcome. Not a man to be trifled with.
1: He, he's a big threat. All right. Zion. Is there any way I can take the back door out of here? I'm afraid Brock Lesnar's out front.
0: You can take the helipad. We have a helicopter waiting up there.
1: Oh. It's the cabana. Of course it's the cabana. Steve, um... Oh, it's Scott, I'm just gonna pet our rabbits for a little bit. Steve,
0: I gotta tell you about the rabbits. Just look over there. I gotta tell you about the rabbits. What, just right over here? Yeah, just look right over there. I gotta tell you about the rabbits. Mm-hmm.
1: Bang! <laughs> Steve, Applause. Uh, Seth Rollins killed our rabbits. Oh, it looks like he tore off one of their heads and stuffed it inside of the other rabbit and then turned that rabbit inside out.
0: Yeah, he, uh, he put Brock inside of Lesnar and then... Um, I mean, I... I I didn't want the responsibility of being a pet owner in the first place. Well I had I trouble didn't... taking care of myself.
1: I'm really sorry that I had to show you the responsibility that I have every day to show how much I care. But now that I'm confronted with such utter animal atrocities, you now see my true face that I don't care. <laughs>
0: it's true. I would have thought oh, you were... so for
1: that, Scott. I'm sorry.
0: I thought you had more sentiment and heart within you, Steve. I guess I was wrong. I guess that was way, way wrong.
1: Don't care about animals.
0: <laughs> Man, he's a meat eater through and through. <laughs> I'm excited for Battleground. I think it's going to be really good. But, you know, there's someone else who's more heartless and more cold out there. Uh, he might not agree with you. Oh, wait, too
1: hot to handle, too cold to touch? Is it who I think works that Poop?
0: Uh, I'm not sure, Steve. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> if it's uh, Bobby Brown's uh, <laughs> <laughs> remix song from Ghostbuster 2 that you're thinking of.
1: Uh probably not. I'm talking about
0: Progress Wrestling's champion, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Too hot to handle, too cold <laughs> to die. Yeah. Uh you know when I went over there, people were saying Jimmy Havoc's a cunt, and he still has that reputation. He's a bad dude. And he's gonna be a progress chapter twenty. It's already sold out. Show sold out in twenty minutes, so if you're there, I don't know how you're gonna watch the show. Maybe you can break through the windows like a zombie horde and just check out what's going on. But it's huge. Sunday, July 26th, uh, it's uh, Progress Chapter 20, Thunderbastard Bastard. Beyond Thunder Bastard. I love it. Which is a great name. Uh, you can still look for tickets, progresswrestling.twickets.co.uk. I don't know if you'll find any, but good luck. Hope you have some friends. He's fighting Will Osprey in a no-DQ match. Also there, the Sumerian Death Squad, which uh, Tommy End, who we uh, talked to a while back, is on there. Also, Dave Mastiff, Namdar—it's—it's it's filled. You got to see a Progress Wrestling show if you've never seen it. So right now, uh, we go to Tom Anstey, our international jerk correspondent, talking with Progress Wrestling champion Jimmy Havoc at Download Festival.
2: All right, you—you uh, uh, you, last time we spoke. You were, uh, even though we're very good friends. Are we? You, yes. We are going on holiday together soon. Don't even deny it. it
3: mean we're good friends? Well, we're going on holiday anyway. No, no, no,
2: no. And you, uh, you, you, uh, you weren't too helpful. Um, you're in a cheerier mood helpful. now. Well, I mean, you've you got... I'll let you into it. Let's start with a um, brief description of yourself. People know who you are, obviously, but you can say who you are. I'm Jimmy Havoc. I'm a cunt. That is a great... Progress Wrestling Champion Jimmy Havoc You have um, You're you're nicer now Because At the last Progress show You got out an axe You friend Will Ospreay's head off And they let you come That was weird wasn't it I don't mean they let me come. They didn't let me come. Well, you yeah, yeah, know, they let you by force. You know what I mean. Well, they had no
3: choice. It wasn't letting me come. I don't give a fuck. I'm here. You're I mean, I'm, here, at, I'm, I'm having a good week. I we're was having a, a good week
2: until you started talking to me. We've been having a great time. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. Anyway, we're at We're having a great time. Like, from a perspective of let's ignore the fact you hate the owners, you hate all that. From a perspective of Download at uh, progress at download. Like, how fucking cool is this, honestly? This is cool. Um, it's cool
3: for me personally, um, I don't care what it's like, for, uh, progress can give a fuck, but for me personally, I'm loving it. I'm in the fucking VIP area, I'm accessible all areas all weekends. Big kind of I deal. I big fucking deal. <laughs> um, I don't care what other things, I am a big deal. I know I'm a big deal because I'm accessible all areas all weekends. Yeah. and, um... I'm me slipping on, are you? Can, we, can we Can I come? No, you can't. I've got
2: a press band! Look and at it, I it's shiny! Look
3: what you've got, you're coming with me love you to me even know. though
2: you're a mean person just get on with I me. still can't help but love you um, alright so uh, yeah, Five Nights of Wrestling um, oh, yeah. it's right after all the shows so you get to main event every night which is nice yep uh, what bands particularly are you looking forward to Slim Knot obviously, Slim Knot, so obviously. Fucking amazing.
3: Yeah. Uh, Rise Against to a personal favourite uh, A Day to Remember I think they're very
2: good as well and we uh, this is um, we've just been in the press area uh, over here and a certain band who I know you love have just walked past in baby metal. But
3: they're a secret band, so we can't talk about it, so it's fine. Is, not yeah, but this
2: is, It's airing afterwards, so it's fine. This is coming out ages I after download. I don't care, I'm not going to talk to you about something I'm not allowed to. All right, uh press. I can't talk to you about this. We're not airing this now. It doesn't matter. I can't talk to you All about right. secrets. All right, so okay, let's ignore the fact that when somebody isn't here, uh, what, do of, what do you think of mail as a band? I oh, really like Babymetal. I think Babymetal is and fucking if, amazing. If you have, if they happen to walk past, how excited would they you get? If they happen to walk
3: past, I would be so excited I might even <laughs> cream my pants. But I wouldn't because they're all about 15 yeah, years
2: old. One of them's old enough. <laughs> it's not helping. I went in there. What did you say, get on with it? I to go home drinking. I'll buy you a drink. I've got a limited amount of drinking time. We'll keep drinking, it's fine. It's fine, we've got a it's... restaurant like Yeah, but that's like six or seven hours from now.
3: We'll
2: just with you. All right, um, progress over the last few years, you know, you might not get along with them, they might not get along with you, but you, in essence, I'd say the, the point when progress really took off was when you attacked Jim Foreman in his chair. Um, what's it been like being at the centre of a... I, I think progress has gone from being... A great wrestling promotion to not just the best pro- promotion in england but one of the best in the world it's been fucking awful mate how are you how, how they, you mean, um, me. they have me they have bullied you. the last two
3: years how is that good for me They're
2: you're the f- champion you've got a lovely belt
3: mate, you've got well, some lovely you know friends what? i don't even want it anymore the only reason i'm doing it is to prove a point it's the principle they treat me like a piece of shit. so i'm just gonna be a comeback and how, how long have you been I think I'm first? justified in everything
2: I've done. I mean, at,
3: I, I'm i on your side. I'm with you. Why? I'm a fucking horrible person. What's wrong with you? I'm a semi-horrible
2: person. What God
3: No, you're just annoying. You're not a horrible person. You're just really irritating.
2: I am irritating. Yeah. I'll give you that. But I'm irritating enough that you somehow stick around with me on, on multiple occasions.
3: You, no, I don't. You're just there. You just you, just, you keep cro- cropping up ever go.
2: It's just me waving. It's,
3: it's the worst.
2: It's the best. It's all the best. Look, you're smiling. You, you won't admit you're smiling because this is an audio recording, but you have a big you on your You make me want to cut my wrists. But you're like... you. Well, that's kind of better than Will Ospreay, then, because you wanted to cut his head off with a, oh, a nice. shiny silver him. axe. I hate him. All right, well, let's let's talk about Will Ospreay, then, because he's your next challenger. Um, yep, again. Again. Um... What is it a no or Who made this up? That no, is no um, dis. How, how do you think that's going to go? How do you think Will Osprey uh, will be Axe coming into play? I'm going to cut his head off. Th- I'm not. Trying- what has? What? Have, okay. You cut his head off. Yeah. What happens when you end up in jail? That you don't. Surely you don't want to be in a prison. Like. Well, the way I say? Is this in a boxing right. match? Right.
3: If one boxer was to kill another with a punch, they are not really held liable for the murder of that person. Yes. So, if I, during the confines of a no-disqualification match, the wrestling match, end up cutting Will Osprey's head off, I am not liable for what I've just done. Okay? What I've done is I've played by the the rules... That's an axe! I've played by the rules of the personal wrestling match. What
2: happens? I just feel like the this. The only like, worry I mean, is this. Right, right go
3: on. Once I chop his head off, does it count as a count-out victory, or have I got to pin his shoulders to the mat?
2: I think I'd, I'd rather pin the shoulders to the mat, I think that's, if, that's more poetic. If you cut his head off, uh, and then you, the body gets rolled out of the ring, but the dismembered head is in the middle of the ring, would the referee be allowed to start the count technically, because Will Osprey is still technically in the ring? I think if that
3: happened, I'd kick the head out as well.
2: From, I'm just
3: thinking logistics
2: here. No, I'll put it with kicks in the crowd. And catch like it. a jeans, maybe I could kick it
3: at his girlfriend.
2: Who is usually in the top tier. Yeah, I reckon I could oh, get out yeah. there. Uh, how are you with a football player?
3: I'm pretty sure I could flick it up and give it a little. Volley oh, you do a, cu- so.
2: do a couple of keep ups yeah. with Will Aspery's disfigured head. Yeah, I thought would be perfect, I'd enjoy that. That's really going to kill his indie career, though. What's going to kill him? That's what I mean. But you know, well, I don't care. You don't care. We're we're a download. You're in a... a, a I a. I'd call this a pleasant mood for Jimmy. This I'm is, drunk, innit? it? Yeah, me too. It's great. I love interviewing drunk. Um, this is a pleasant mood. We're having a good time. Um, anything else at download that you're particularly looking forward to, apart from uh, the bands you said? Anything else that's uh, you're particularly i forward to the
3: bands, to getting drunk, and I'm looking forward to sluts.
2: Uh, I really like sluts just walked past Yeah, a couple of yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) On that note, Jimmy Havoc I might be catching up with you I might be catching up with you But all the best Jimmy, he's he's literally walked off He's he's gone He's he's long gone I'm just talking to myself now Uh, Back to you uh, people in the studio Back to you Scott and Steve Uh, Jimmy Havoc is always I don't know why I'm friends with him, honestly There's just something endearing about when he smiles Alright, all the best
0: oh man man i'm not gonna say he's a bully but he seems like a bully <laughs> makes
1: me want to get a beer <sighs> <laughs> he's yeah, gonna calm down my fighting instincts yeah you're fighting instincts do yeah. you get
0: rowdy at a at a music
1: festival uh no no okay uh what was the last music festival i got rowdy at doesn't It didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. like to have a, a drink at live music. I think that's always nice.
0: I think I'd be pretty terrified if I was uh, puffing up and acting all big and walking around music festival and then I bumped into Jimmy Havoc.
1: Uh, I don't think you want to uh, take the old zip line into the pit, Scott.
0: That's the only way I go in. I'm not I going hear, in low. I hear
1: sometimes at Slayer shows, guys go into the pit with like razor blades in between their fingers. For reals? Yeah. For Ooh. reals. Ooh. Yeah. No, I don't like that one bit. Yeah. That's what I heard. Blading the easy way. Yeah, with blades. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrifying. A blade in the easy way. It's kind of redundant, isn't it?
0: Uh, you know, yeah, blade in the easy way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, getting busted open the easy way. Yeah, but,
1: uh, getting uh, sliced open the easy way. <laughs>
0: yeah, the easy way, like a bitch.
1: It's time for Jerk tweets. Uh, follow us at Twitter. Uh, at Twitter, Sure, go to
0: at Twitter and then follow well,
1: that's us. That's a good place to start. Tweet at Twitter. Ask them where we are. Yeah. Hey, where are the Curtain Jerks?
0: Uh, well, Curtain Jerks is right over here. At Curtain Jerks.
1: I, I wish that's how at Twitter worked. Like, they would help you find people and be like, I'm looking for Ashton Kutcher's handle. Is there any way you can get me in touch with him?
0: Uh, this is Ashton Kutcher. I actually take care of all the uh, requests.
1: Oh, thanks. Well, nice. See to you later. <laughs>
0: That 70s show was all right. It was all right. I understand people liked you in the butterfly effect. Ah, uh, well, I don't know. I don't watch any of that. So send us your hashtag jerk tweets. You can be questions about the podcast, questions about the show, uh, questions about the wrestling, any of that stuff. So we have from Chandler Koenig, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yikes. Only one food for the rest of your so you gotta We're keep in mind of, like Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you generic bastard! <laughs> well, you gotta think about it. Where you gotta go like oh, all right. So for fancy dinners when you go out, you gotta be able to just order this one thing, or for lunches and stuff. But also at wrestling events, you know when you're it's like oh nachos and stuff. You gotta have this there too. This is your one food for the rest of your life. So when watching wrestling are events, we, it's are we
1: gonna do yeah? Are we doing foods? Or are we doing like I said Italian because it's a val- varied menu. Yeah, but that
0: Is it too easy? That seems that seems too easy. The uh, food that gives life.
1: <laughs> it's True.
0: One food. It, like I'll give you a category if you want. Okay. So if you want like uh
1: if you said starches cheese.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh like, you know, noodles or sushi, something like that.
1: Well, so like with noodles can you get creative and be like Make your own.
0: Like, create noodles? Yeah, because if so I can like only eat
1: noodles for my for the rest of my life, yeah, I can't eat flour and eggs every day for every meal. I'd have to then somehow <laughs> substitute it with, like, yeah, this is a shredded carrot puree in noodle form. Right. You know, like, I would probably, if you're going to only eat pasta, you have to sort of shift it up, or you're never going to poop again. You're going to have you're gonna be making concrete. Who has the time? <laughs> Everybody should have the time, Scott.
0: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll answer. This is easy for me. All right. Uh, I've never had one. I've never had one of the WWE ice cream bars.
1: Oh, they're great.
0: Well, I would have one every day for the rest of my life. That would be the only food I eat because... You talked so highly of them. You had said long ago on this podcast, "Oh yeah, there's still ice cream trucks in LA that sell them." Never have we seen that. Yeah, I haven't been able to find them. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, CM Punk thought he was gonna bring them all back back when uh, that was all that revolution. Was it was a on. very
1: thin, tender, uh, cookie mm-hmm. wafer mm-hmm. with ice cream, mm-hmm. and then another thin cookie wafer, all on one of those awkward, sort of weird, uh, cartoony wooden spoon things
0: I would that would be the food for the rest of my life they're very good having not even eaten one that's what i do
1: uh then i change mine to only the WWE pizzas that have Superstar's <laughs> faces on them <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that would be a, the, what would you want your first pizza to be
1: uh I want it to be John Cena and I want it to be overcooked and i pretend it was Freddy Krueger
0: and then what would you want the final pizza to be on your dying day oh,
1: like what do I want on my tombstone yeah WWE pizza. <laughs> um, Undertaker. Duh. That's good. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> but the streak is back on.
0: <laughs> um, Steve, there's a memo that hit pretty big in the wrestling world recently. Yeah. And it's believed to be real, from what I understand.
1: Yeah, it's a couple years old. Uh-huh. It's the memo that goes out to the on-air commentators.
0: Yes. WWE commentators, Mm -hmm. Uh, the some big standard regime of what Vince McMahon wants from his announcers, the do's and don'ts, Mm -hmm. and this is long. Yeah, this is several pages of what he requires of the broadcasters. I think because people wonder, like, wait, why why aren't they saying the moves anymore?
1: Yeah, I think it's the it's sort of a uh, code of conduct for on air personalities.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's what it seemed like to me. Uh, but I wasn't sure, so I booked someone for today who I thought maybe could give us some answers. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, here on the old docket, uh, have you heard of this guy Vince? Ah, McMahon. Uh, all right. Uh, just coming to relax in my summertime
0: cabana. Oh uh, Scott I
1: really blew this joke. Uh, Vince again. Why uh, sign in here? Yeah, uh, please just sign in. All and... right. You look kind of familiar to me. Uh no, I work here at the bungalow. As does Scott.
0: This is this is not a cabana.
1: I'm sorry. What did I say? I'm
0: looking for a cabana.
1: Oh uh, well, it's a it doubles as a cabana.
0: Uh but it's also a bungalow. Yes. Uh,
1: Mr. McMahon it wasn't what I said.
0: How do you how do you know who I am?
1: Because obviously you are the titan of WWE entertainment. You're Vincent Kennedy McMahon.
0: Ah, uh, all right. Are you going to take my bags?
1: Yes, absolutely. But before I do, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions?
0: I would really uh, (laughs) like to relax my summertime cabana that I got called up earlier today and was told by someone anonymously that I could come and rent a summertime cabana to get away from it all.
1: Scott, that was me. That was me, Scott. Uh, Well, look, Mr. McMahon... Part and parcel of renting this summertime cabana slash bungalow uh-huh. is just answering a few questions. Oh, this is like a time share. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, I gotta sit
0: through one of these things about how oh, do I want to spend more money?
1: We have. Or I gotta
0: talk about Jesus.
1: So we have a very exciting opportunity for you to answer some questions for no,
0: us. Oh, I really want to go. <laughs> Oh, I have some ladies lined up showing up because I didn't tell Linda about it. Uh, hey, look,
1: just hear me out. Oh, I what have no if, choice, apparently. What if I told you the questions were wrestling related? Oh, then it's even worse. Oh, because you're trying to get away from the job. I sure am. Oh, uh, why? What's why are you trying to get away from the job?
0: Oh, it's wrestling is the worst. I don't want it to be wrestling anymore. I want it to all change. I want it to be Hollywood.
1: Now, uh, there, some people think there's been a leaked document saying that there's sort of a code of conduct for your on-air personalities. Is that Are they kind of the forefront of that change, of trying to change the image of, dare I say it, wrestling?
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't want any more southern backyard yokels telling everybody, oh, what a body slam that was, and what a slobber knocker this is, and... By God this and puppies that that's all done stupid redneck uh boring stuff.
1: So what you'd like is more of uh telling people about the story and the excitement and sort of the uh heightened reality of sports entertainment. We're making movies. That's uh that's been said several times. We're making
0: times. movies.
1: Yeah, I've heard that. It's uh, a
0: new day
1: <laughs> Uh sucks. <laughs>
0: uh, I uh, know uh, it's a new day, oh pardon me
1: uh well I guess there I'm, are
0: mosquitoes in here, and I am trying to get them
1: <laughs> I think you got them on that second one. so maybe also is that why a lot of these new announcers your Byron Saxons, your Tom Phillips, your uh, Corey Graves and your Renee Youngs kind of are really they don't say the moves they're just always painting the picture and they're always talking people up, but they're not really ever talking wrestling proficiency. This is cucumber water for everybody uh, that's just cucumber water that's not for drinking uh
0: what about this watermelon water is this for everybody that's
1: for everybody ah, mm. yeah we're just soaking cucumbers in the other water because we wanted to make boring pickles um ah,
0: that's pretty good watermelon water
1: yeah i mean it's watermelon's already like 90 percent water anyway what yeah i didn't know that yeah i mean the other 10 percent's the seed and then whatever fibrous red tissue is in there the rest is fluid what
0: do you think about this watermelon man
1: all right please don't make him black Well, so much for that idea (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry I just have a feeling that you guys Whenever you work with any person of color You make their race Completely necessary to what their character is What else are you going to do? I don't know, just based on You ever seen a Tyler Perry movie? No, I haven't Well, neither
0: have I, but I know it's all about (laughs) demographic I know when you go and see that You identify that that is a black man Dressed as a black woman And therefore, it's funny.
1: So why don't... When you
0: see Ernest, he's going to go somewhere. He's going to go to camp. He's going to go to jail. He's going to go to Africa.
1: And he might meet up with Tyler Perry. But I think it's important to remember, if wrestling is what we see, why isn't it presented as wrestling?
0: Because it's not what you're seeing anymore.
1: Oh. It's not what you're
0: seeing. You're not seeing wrestling anymore. You're seeing two guys show up and on a, a big stage, and they're seeing each other, and they then have a have a heated battle with one another.
1: That well, sounds a lot like wrestling. Huh? That sounds a lot like wrestling.
0: Ah, no. Do you go to a bar, and you see two guys having a, having a bad time, saying, oh, you, you talking to my girl? And then they wrestle each other? No, they're having a fight. They're having a fight.
1: Well, granted, I think fighting and wrestling can still be... Used together, you can still have it can be a fight for the championship or a fight for their lives. That's that's old school southern
0: stupid thinking. I want to move away from stupid southerners and what they think about what it is. I don't want to be thought of with NASCAR. And roller derby.
1: Uh, Obviously, wrestling is way cooler than NASCAR and roller derby. You're right, but I
0: still want to get away from it.
1: But I mean, it's
0: podunk.
1: You have to at least admit that wrestling has got some sort of strength and tradition that has carried it this far. By trying to change the formula completely, you run the risk of becoming a new Coke.
0: Is wrestling really that cool? TNA. The old boobs and butts. Wow, that was a great idea. That really helped everybody out, didn't it?
1: I, I think uh-huh. the knockout division was so much more than boobs and butts. But boobs and butts, sir, were present.
0: Jeff Jarrett doing anything? Well, wow, that's real great. Uh, Global Force Jarrett. Wrestling
1: and uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling oh, together. Yeah. Talk Correct. about New Coke. Wrestle Kingdom Nine was brilliant. It uh, the taste. I was How was... was one through right? I didn't see them. Exactly. I didn't see them. How was all the WrestleManias? Uh, They were pretty. They were really good.
0: Lawrence Taylor was at those.
1: Who's Lawrence Taylor? Oh, get,
0: get out of here!
1: If you weren't <laughs> reading me this cabana right now, I'd smack you across the face. Uh, Look, I'll Google Lawrence Taylor, but I think we might be at an impasse, Mister McMahon. I understand that you want to implement these rules to change how wrestling is perceived, but I think fans, super fans, and casual fans alike, who somehow managed to be part of a radio show. Just want to let you know that what they like about wrestling is always going to be there, no matter what you try to do or change about it.
0: I am going to remove everything that you, you this cabana clerk love about wrestling from the WWE. Anything that makes it terrible for you is to be blamed on you. You name tagless jerk. You son of a bitch. You know what? Mr. I am going to remove all things wrestling because of you.
1: Mr. Eggman, if that's the case, then let me start by saying I hate over rotted scripted segments in, on Raw. I think Raw's too long, and I think if and that's my favorite part about Raw, is how long it is.
0: Oh, you love that it's three hours, huh? You love that all the talent was able to memorize a script and come up with all these I words. I love it.
1: I think it's great. Well, I love seeing an opportunity for them to act. I love seeing them an, an opportunity to be forced to do something that they don't want to do. And uh, I, love, I love it. I love it. Oh, then guess what, pal? What's that?
0: Guess what? Then I'm gonna remove all that. They're gonna fly by the seat of their pants and try and come up with catchphrases and try and say things that... Uh,
1: I love when they come up with new catchphrases. I think every wrestler should have a catchphrase and a logo. And you know what else? I think uh, wrestlers should stop in the middle of matches... To wait for their opponent to get up to do their special on them. I I love that, too. Well,
0: then guess what? That's all going away, too.
1: Oh, Mr. McMahon.
0: That's right. It's just going to be Michael Cole reading from a book in the middle of the ring. I
1: love it. I I love Michael Cole. I love when Michael Cole reads things to me. I I love the raw general manager. I got
0: got you there. Nobody loves Michael Cole. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) That's...
1: That's why you're Mr. Rugman, and I'm just a nameless cabana clerk. Take my bags. All right. Hey, Scott, I'll be right back.
0: Why? Where are you going?
1: I just got to take Mr. McMahon's bags into the closet.
0: Hold on. Let's, let's run them through the x-ray machine.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just change the gradients on here. It's very mm-hmm. colorful. God, that looks like a lot of severed heads. What Do those? mannequin heads show up? The same as, uh, s- severed human heads do? Why would Mr. Van have a suitcase full of severed heads? I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna open that bag. <laughs> I'm gonna... Don't tell me it's a grand. I'm opening don't, the bag. I'm not gonna tell him. Alright. <laughs> oh my god, they're severed heads. Oh my god. Past Tough Enough winners. <laughs> Why do I find this amusing? <gasps> I think that's Hawk. Daniel Pewter? Maven? Andy Levine?
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I'm putting this away. Put it away, put it away. Get your fingerprints off and wipe it
1: down. <laughs> oh my god, those poor Tough Enough contestants. They made their choice, Scott. <laughs> if they wanted to be wrestlers, they should have gone through the territories like everybody else. Listeners, never sign up for Tough Enough. It's easy as it may be to just make a video. Never do it. And remember, everybody's going to hate you in the locker room if you make it anyway.
0: Yeah, you're a piece of shit because you skipped out. You, you're a step skipper.
1: Yeah, you're. You never. You know, ne- where are the ribs? You're gonna get a ribs a thousand fold by the time you get to the big leagues because you didn't have the little league ribs. By the way, guys, I'm not talking about delicious, tasty ribs. <laughs> I'm talking about mean spirit rotten ribs.
0: Yeah, the ones that involve shit in your personal belongings.
1: Yeah, and not that you just shit yourself because you had so many delicious ribs.
0: Yeah, the the, the terrible kind.
1: You've been warned.
0: You've been warned. Mr. McMahon will take your head and go to a nice cabana out in the summertime. Guys, that wraps up this week's episode of Curtain Jerks. But a couple of things. One thing that I'm going to flat out plug for next week's show that we're going to talk about. Someone sent this to me right before the show. And I wanted to have more time to dedicate to this. On GoFundMe, Virgil has a fundraiser. It's called Help Virgil Become the Million Dollar Man. If you want to do this, you go right ahead. But I gotta talk about this. Normally, I don't. I don't want to bad talk anybody or say this or that. But I just. I, we're gonna talk about it next week. That Virgil's flat out asking for a million dollars. What's he gonna give in return? Nothing. He's and just asking tips? for money. No betting tips. No, because apparently those didn't work out. Because he's asking for a million dollars. So go check it out. We're gonna read the comments too. I'll read one right now from Bill, Sesevice. Uh, he wrote, My kid is having a birthday party. I think there's room at the end of the driveway for your table. Burn. There's some great comments on here. We're going to read those. We're going to talk about that next week. We're also going to be having a Gets Jerked episode coming up soon. So if you never listen to a Gets Jerked episode, that is us talking about a, a pay per view or a movie with wrestlers in it. So go. That we
1: actually watch right before the episode, opposed to just the beginning of every episode where we just talk about comic books and movies that we like. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So go
0: check those out. And obviously, we have a, a, a whole list of. Uh, uh, guests that have appeared on the show Jimmy Havoc of course has been on the show several times before you can go back and listen to those you can go back and listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin John Cena, Booker T, many more they are available to you uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, ComedyPodcastNetwork.com and more, we're going to be back with next week with all more stuff Steve, any plugs? yeah, hey dad, thanks for listening <laughs> uh, for Curtain Drinks, I'm Scott Narver I'm Steve Sears enjoy your wrestling kids
1: You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time
0: where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, Itching and ready to go this
1: whole time. You're like, I- I'm going
0: to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. i wait until the
1: episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and
0: glutes that uh, God has given me. Before. But
1: activate them too, so you can have a full use of your
0: hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode.
1: Comment. Tw- uh, Comment favorite. during it.
0: You, you should have been commenting during this episode. It, you you can go and comment during other episodes because
1: I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You
0: go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if
1: you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys! (laughs) Yeah! That's not gonna be dated!
0: (laughs) No way! No way! Jason Biggs!
1: Jason Biggs! WCW
0: champion if they're still around. Yeah,
1: that's how it works. So that's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is. And even bigger than that is
0: YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big.
1: It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there. Our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs>
3: Meow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shit. Uh, So it's all there, available for you. We've got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away.
1: (laughs) It'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time.
0: Oh, please, (laughs) throw that meteor down quick.